welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? It's Q&A time. On the grind. Episode came out today. Episode on Wednesday. We've got our locks, dark horses, and busts for the NFC and AFC South coming out Friday. It's content time. Football is a marginal distance away. Excited. Excited. Let's go. Drafts. All redraft leagues are coming up for me now. All the drafts for those are coming up. Uh, Your rookie draft should be... Dead and gone, dead and gone. Uh, so, yeah, the the question should be a nice little mixture. Uh, looking forward to it. should be a nice little mixture of trades from dynasties and uh, redraft questions. But uh, let's let's get it cracking. Let's get it popping, Bags. We're on Reddit today, right? We're on Reddit. For those of you who don't know, we go on to Reddit, we look at questions, and we give them answers. We're going to try to trim the segment down to about 30 minutes for the Q&As. If we only get to two questions because we're arguing arguing so vigorously, so be it. And if we get through 20 of them because we all agree, so be it. Starting off, Wayne, the 864, 12-team PPR, one quarterback. He's a contender. Give Quentin Johnston, get Jerry Judy. Ooh. I don't. I'm sticking with Quentin Johnston here. There are some people that are fading him for some reason, but I don't know. With Keenan Allen's injury history, Mike Williams is getting older. We don't really know what the Jerry Judy situation is because, I mean, he's had some injury history himself. Uh, you got Sean Payton. That's definitely going to revive that offense. This year, this year, I th- there's a very good chance that Jerry Judy is better, but I think it's – not so much that you need to give up that youth. And it's not enough to like save you if you're a contender, in my opinion. Go. I feel like taking that trade is going out on a limb, man. It's it's hard. Wayne and I were just talking about the other day how you don't really see a lot of one-for-one positional trades being wide receiver for wide receiver in this particular instance, or you don't see really running back for a running back. You're going on a limb, man. If you believe in Jerry Judy, do it. I think he's going to be phenomenal this year. I think his ceiling is a high-end wide receiver, too. So fringe stuff, 13, 14, 15. That's in the range of outcomes. Also, I mean, everyone's believing in him because of Sean Payton and the the revived offense of Russell Wilson. I probably wouldn't do it. If I had, if it was before the draft and it was just, hey, give me your first round pick for Jerry Judy, and I thought I was a contender, I probably would. But after I just turned it into something like Quentin Johnston, I'd probably hang on to it. I'd probably hang on to it. I'm a little different. Uh, you guys know I'm not a big Quentin Johnston fan. I like the opportunity. I like the team. I like the quarterback. I don't love the prospect. I think he kind of has a look like Tarzan, play like Jane kind of a guy. I'm going to take Judy here. I think he's got just as much upside next season and the season after that as Quentin Johnston. Uh, but, you know, difference of opinion there. Speaking of Quentin Johnston going, Quang 892, 12-team, half PPR, super flex. Side A, Quentin Johnston. 
Side B, Cam Akers, and Chig Okonkwo. Mm, he's a he's a Cam Akers lover. He loves him some Cam. I like him this year, man. I got him super cheap in a trade. He was just a throw-in. I think it's phenomenal. Uh, it's a, a half-point PPR. It's really going to come down to roster construction for me. Do you have anything on that, or is this in a vacuum? In a vacuum. No. I mean, for long-term... Looking at it at face value, I'd rather have Quentin Johnston. Uh, he's tied to Justin Herbert, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. The man's going to sling it. He flirts with 5,000 every year. He's going to from here on out. And really, if you're trading for Akers and, and Chig, then I feel like it's a need play. And I don't hate it. If you need it, you need it. But if we're talking about in a vacuum, I'd rather have Quentin Johnston. Wayne? Yeah, give me the youth, and it it's kind of the same thing as as you have uh, Johnston that's going to be tied to uh, Herbert for a long time. Okonkwo is not going to be tied to Tannehill for a long time, and Akers is not going to be tied to Stafford for a long time. So, too many question marks on that side for me. Yep, clean sweep. I uh, I just don't like Cam Akers. I I don't know, going. I can't I can't get behind him. I like him. It's just it. Uh, you don't know after this year. I, I believe he's, uh, McVay is going to ride with him this year, but after that, I don't know, and you don't want to be holding the bag on you know, a one-year rental. No. Wayne, Piccolo 11. Nick Chubb or a 25-1 Jordan Addison and Kenny Gainwell? No. Give me Nick Chubb. I don't care. You're, you're – Two years out from the pick that you're going to get, Jordan Addison, I mean, he's going to be okay, but we're talking about the best pure rusher in the NFL right now. Yeah, he's he's getting old, but he's still very good. Uh, he's, he's now – Kareem Hunt is out from behind him. So I think he's got another two years of great production. Uh, so, I mean, if you if you suck – like it, it just point blank. If you suck, and he's like your only piece, and you you're you know you're not competing, and he you're, he's just gonna waste the rest of his productivity on your team. Then yeah, get some youth, get some picks. But if you're if you're in that top five range, you got to keep him because he's he's the best pure runner in the NFL. Go. If it's a twenty twenty four one, I'm I'm probably taking the deal right now. But like Wayne said, 2025 is a little far out. I'm one who definitely would like to get rid of a guy a year early rather than a year too late. But I don't want to wait till 2025 on that. I, I feel like you can get a little more for Nick Chubb than this. I like Addison. I like the one. Uh, but Gainwell's a throw in. I, I don't know. That just feels a little light to me because I'm with Wayne. I think you get elite production out of Nick Chubb this year. I think I think here you hold, maybe sell him to a contender late, but needs it for the push into the playoffs. You're talking about two ones, really. Jordan Addison was a one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's essentially two ones. It's just whether or not I guess you like Addison. I don't know. It's one of those things where you're going to revisit next year and he's going to be a year older and it's going to be a little bit harder to to send him off and get something solid back in return. And again, like if 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 you know you're not competing and he's like an asset that you need to get rid of to go ahead and start a rebuild, 
In my opinion, you're not getting enough skipping the 2024 draft completely and getting one of the back-end first-round receivers of the rookie draft this year. If it were me, I'm not competing. I have to start the rebuild. I'm I'm going to let Nick Chubb dominate for the first couple of weeks and then command a more valuable trade for me. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Wayne. I agree. I think you can get more. Mexican Furious, Goni. It's a 10-team, one quarterback. He's looking for a running back. <coughs> He's giving up T. Higgins in the 202 to get J.K. Dobbins, a 25 first, in the 201. That's T. Higgins in the 202 for J.K. Dobbins, the 201, and the 25 first. Yeah, I'd probably do that. I think I would. T. Higgins, we've seen his ceiling. They're trying to free up some money to re-sign him. You need the running back help. I mean, he's a solid wide receiver, too. Don't get me wrong. He's absolutely solid. He'll probably, I mean, he's either going to get re-signed or he's not, right? If he goes somewhere else, he'll probably put up similar numbers to what he's got now. I don't think he's ever going to be an alpha one. But, I mean, you're getting J.K. Dobbins back, who's hungry. Uh, he's still pissed after last year not getting the ball and Tyler Huntley fumbling it on the one against the Bengals. He wanted that football. I think he's going to make that known this year. I think he's going to get a lot of play and you're getting yourself a first round pick as well. So I feel like they're good rebuilding tools. Wayne, what was it? Say that trade for me one more time. T Higgins and the 202. He's giving that up. Yep. Or J.K. Dobbins, a 25 first and a 201. Yeah, I'm probably doing that too. Melvin Gordon doesn't scare me. And he's a he's a one-year rental at best. He's in his 30s. J.K. Dobbins is going to be the workhorse there as long as he can stay healthy. And I, and I agree with Goni. I mean, T. Higgins is, is always at best going to be a, a, a high-end wide receiver too. That's his ceiling. And who knows what you could get with the twenty-five-one? I mean, it's two years out. That, that could be an early one, and you could get you could get a stud out of it. You can flip some picks, try and try and uh, you know move even earlier in the twenty-fifth round. Uh, yeah, I just I, I know T. Higgins' ceiling, and it's nothing that I'm like I'm putting in the bear claws and never letting go. Yeah, I think the value's there. I I, I don't. I, some of the reports out of camp about JK, he's already, you know, he's on the pup list. He's not practicing in mini camp. Can he ever be healthy again? I mean, to me, I would rather target maybe a different back here. I think it's good value though for T. You know, if JK is your guy, I think I think it's a good trade. But his health scares me, boys. Who would you target? He's who would you rather? Well, within within reason, you know, who who do you think you can go after just to help our guy out here? Hmm. You know the first thing ETN too much. Sorry, no, no, no. I I don't think ETN's too much. I. What about Javante Williams? I'd rather have Javante Williams. I mean, that's the name that comes to mind. I mean, T Higgins two hundred two for Javante Williams in the two hundred one. I'd take that if I'm the T Higgins owner, right? Yeah, I mean, I would, but you're talking about health. I know, man, but it's just I mean, a weird, Dobbins weird, back. weird back to pivot to. 
I mean, you're right. You're right. I, I don't know, man. Like I said, Dobbins, he got hurt again last year when he came back. And he's not practicing right now. He's he, he's on the pup list. It just scares me. That's all. It's like Rashad Bateman. He's already on the pup list, too. Do you, you know, do at some you, point, you got to play. Do you have the uh, ADP up right now? I don't. Let, let's, let's take a gander here and see if there's... Okay, some guys behind them. Uh, Damian Pierce, Miles Sanders, DeAndre Swift, Alexander Madison, Cam Akers. Those are some guys that are directly behind them on it. I'm good on that. Do you know what I would do? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What if I threw an Antonio Gibson in there, guy? You gave me two more ones on top of it. Man, Antonio Gibson, dude. It, it's an ultimate buy low, and if, if it hits, then you look like a genius, and if not, you look like a fool. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne, give me a name. Instead of J.K. Dobbins? Yeah. I don't know, man. Miles Sanders might be able to get it done for me. Age, man. He's old. I love Miles Sanders this year, but from a dynasty perspective, I'd rather have Javante all day. And I'm saying that I I think Miles Sanders right now probably, I don't know about Javante's health. He's saying he's ready to go, but any football player ever has been like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's get on the field right now. At, do, at youth, you're looking, you're looking as far back as Brian Robinson, Rashad White. Nah. He's got to go for JK here. Has to, it has Javante. to be JK. Give me Javante. Nah, I think you get done with Javante. You buy low on him. And he's he's only got Samaj P Ryan behind him, which. Is phenomenal. It's great. It'll probably be close to a 50 50 to start the season as he's recovering from his ACL and LCL and all the CLs that were torn last year. The Ravens, man, Gus Edwards has and always will get play for as long as he's there. Harbaugh loves him. He'll get a little something. It's just, yeah, he'll get a little something. I mean, JK's obviously the man there. It's just he doesn't have Samaj P. Ryan breathing down his neck. All right. Kevlar, 8807. Wayne, I'm going to go to you for this one. Superflex, 12 team. Side A, Justin Jefferson, Bryce Young, in a 24 second. Side B, Pat Mahomes, and Jordan Addison. Side A, Jetta, Bryce Young, in a 24 second. Side B, Pat Mahomes and Jordan Addison, 12-team Superflex. Cool. Mm. That's what we call a blockbuster. Give me... Oh, man, that's a good one. That is a good one. You hear Justin Jefferson, and you're automatically like, absolutely not. Like, when you said Justin Jefferson... Uh, I shut the eardrums down for the rest of the question. <sighs> Listen, well, Adam Thielen had some decent productivity on the other side of Justin Jefferson. Right? Yeah. 
So Jordan Addison could have that productivity. Dang. But Bryce Young could be a stud, and we just don't know. Give me give me Pat Mahomes. Give me Pat Mahomes. Okay, I was going to say, make the right choice, dude. Give me make Pat right Mahomes choice. and Jordan Addison. Generational talent. Probably going to be the number one for the next decade. Jordan Addison. I mean, you look at it. Bryce Young is a big question mark, but I know you, we know what's not a question mark. He's not going to be Pat Mahomes. Um, Justin Jefferson, a, a successful wide receiver career, has him being solid for another six years. Give me, give me the quarterback that's going to be very good for at least ten more years, and the prospect of Jordan Addison, who could just be a solid mid-tier to back in WR2 for you, you know, for the next couple of years. Yeah, it's it's super flex. The most important position is is quarterback. You got to take the stud. You got to take Patrick Mahomes, and then also play like weigh the odds, weigh the risks. It, it, a wide receiver can come in and be in the league still within the next three years. It is much harder for a quarterback to come in, no matter where they're drafted, especially a top one, to come into the league and then be sitting on the bench in three years. Bryce Young could be nothing. It's going to be so much harder for him to return value than it will be for Jordan Addison. And and like you said, having Justin Jefferson across from him just helps him. Uh, I mean – Young's got no one. He's he's literally the team. This is rebuilding. He's going to get plenty of chances and opportunity, but it's going to be so much harder. And, and then you look at it from just like a, like you said, a risk perspective. The quarterback position is the most protected position in sports. Wide receivers, not so protected. Justin Jefferson's a burner. He's going up for everything. The risk of injury for the blockbuster player on one side is a lot higher than the other. It's easier to come back from injury as if you're a quarterback. It's harder if you're a receiver. Um, yeah, risk reward, longevity. You got to go with the Pat Mahomes side. You do. It was an easy one for me. I think it's Mahomes, man. It's kind of like the uh, the war metric in baseball. It's easier to replace Justin Jefferson on a weekly basis than it is Pat Mahomes for me i mean it's just it's that simple clean sweep patty mahomes goni jesse pinkman 10 team 1 qb ppr side a damian pierce and jerome ford side b hollywood brown and the 209 side a damian pierce jerome ford side b hollywood brown and the 209 First off, let me say that I'm glad you repeated it because I love the name. Jesse Pinkman, uh, I'm very, very happy you were able to get the original. Didn't have any numbers or anything in there. Tip of the cap, much respect to you, sir. He had numbers and an underscore. Uh, brutal. But, yeah. hey, either uh, way. You know what, though? Begley didn't man- He didn't worry about that because he's never watched it. He doesn't watch good shows, oh, man. No. He's out here watching Love is Blind and The Bachelorette. He ain't watching Sons of uh, Anarchy and Breaking Bad. Uh, Jesse Pinkman, man. Just know he had the dopest hoodies of all time. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Um, bags, bags. I feel like this is. You remember that hoodie I wore? To I wore it until it absolutely ran down. It was a Pac Sun hoodie. It had the the black fur on the inside and had like white, black, and red checkered on the outside. That's that's yeah. a Jesse Pinkman hoodie. All right, fair. Man, 
I think I think this is is a, a need question, really. It's either you're going with the running backs. I think the crown jewel of the trade is Hollywood. I expect Hollywood to blow up this year. I expect him to be the man for as long as he's going to be the number one, regardless of Kyler's thrown to him or David Blau. Blau. Anyone else? Blau. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a matter of need, honestly. If you need the running backs, take the running backs. If you'd rather have a man who's going to be a wide receiver two minimum on your roster, uh, take the Hollywood side. I'm on Hollywood as well. Listen, we were dangerously close. Uh, you know, I can admit it. We were dangerously close to Begley uh, doinking us a lot on Hollywood. Uh, he got hurt. Uh, the man through the first five weeks was uh, a WR1. Um, <laughs> D-Hop's gone. He's the bona fide one. That's, and that's the only reason we were fading Hollywood in the first place was D-Hop was going to come back, take a lot of that volume. There's no reason for that fear to be there anymore. Kyler's going to get healthy. That's his guy. Um, give me Hollywood. Yes, sir. Hollywood. All right, two more. Effective Amoeba, 499. Wayne. It's a 12-team. It's a non-tight end premium. Side A, Mark Andrews. Side B, Russ Wilson, DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift, and a 206. Side A, Mark Andrews. Side B is DeAndre Swift, the 206, and Russ Wilson. I want Goni to go after his uh, after the last episode of our bus locks and dark horses. If you didn't listen to it, DeAndre Swift was his AFC bust. NFC bust. Yeah. Man. So it's Mark Andrews for DeAndre Swift. Russ Wilson and the 206. Superflex. Doesn't say, just says twelve team non tight end premium. I assume it's a super flex, right? It has to be. Uh, I, yeah, I would imagine so. I don't. I don't think you're trading for Russ after the year he just had to be the the one yeah, necessarily. I, I think it's a uh, super flex because he lists his quarterbacks. Do you do you want to hear his quarterbacks? Please, sure. Justin Fields, Jared Goff, Russ Wilson, Desmond Ritter. Justin Fields, Jared Goff, Russ Wilson, Desmond Ritter. Well, Russ Wilson can be his quarterback right now, right? I'd play Russ over Goff, I think, wouldn't you? I to would. start the season. I'd I'd hang on to I'd do Russ and, and Swift. As much as I don't like Swift this year and I'm expecting him not to be very good. It's a super flex. You need I'm expecting big things out of Russell Wilson. I think he jumps back into QB one territory. I feel like it's an easy one, really. I, Mark Andrews finished as the tight end four last year. If we get another one of those years like this, all the allure is gone. He was supposed to be the the guy after Travis Kelsey. He wasn't that guy last year. If he's not that guy again, the allure is gone. Just another I, guy. You know, I agree with you, Wayne. Yeah. Uh, you got to go for a quarterback. If you don't have Travis Kelsey, you don't have anything. 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 All right. And the last one, Wayne, since you deferred, I'll start with you again. This is the flaming hot Reddit question of the day, sponsored by a giant bowl of jalapenos. Harry Double Dip. Side A, 
Bijan Robinson, T. Higgins, side B, Justin Jefferson, and Miles Sanders. Side A, Bijan and T. Higgins. Side B, Jetta and Miles Sanders. Before you respond, just know this one was very hotly debated on Reddit. Many, many lines of piss and fire. I can see why. Because uh, on one hand, you know you know my philosophy. Running backs are, are scarce. Scarce. And Scarcity. Scarce. They're scarce. Uh, <laughs> skirt. But Jetta's generational. But Bijan's supposed to be generational. He's going to a beautiful spot. He's going to get a ton of volume. Oh, man, this is a good one. Give me, and it's so close. This is actually, see, the past couple of of spicy hot questions you've had haven't really been that spicy. This might be the spiciest question we've ever had. This is a this is a dynasty changing trade, right? Like this this could either sink or swim your team for years. Man. I feel like no. Either way, I answer this. I'm I'm wrong. It if it was me, I'm taking Bijan and T Higgins, and it's very reluctantly. Bijan is going to the Falcons, who run the ball more than anybody. They have a essentially a rookie quarterback. They're going to need to continue to run the ball. Um, they're they're a fairly young team. They can be successful in the future. They can work on the offensive line. And we know that he's going to be an absolutely an absolute volume hog. So I'm kind of comparing it to Najee Harris, who was extremely inefficient, but still managed RB1 numbers. And I think Bijan could be underwhelming this year, but volume his way to an RB1 finish easily. But I think he's going to be I think he's going to be better than Najee Harris was from an efficiency standpoint. And then you add T. Higgins, who we've already talked about on here, who is his ceiling is is great is thirteen fourteen, but I think his floor is still WR two, just like twenty three twenty four. And then you look at the other side. You know what you're getting with Jetta for a he's he's the best wide receiver from for Dynasty. Honestly, period at this point. And Miles Sanders, he's getting old. He's on a new team. You just I don't know. I I don't like the question marks there. Give me the running back. It's a scarce position. I think even if he's inefficient, he's he's still going to be an RB1. So the question marks there don't scare me off of him too much. Looking forward to what my fellow hosts have to say on this one. Y'all had some poker faces while I was explaining it. I couldn't even gauge. I couldn't even gauge which way y'all were going. (laughs) I hate it going first on that. Why'd you call me out? Go on, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go opposite Wayne, and I'll let you be the tiebreaker. Sure. All right. I'm going to take the Jetta side, but I I agree with you, Wayne. I, I agree with all your points. You and I just have a very different way to play Dynasty. I, I'm going to go with the receiver over the running back. If you give me Jetta or Bijan, I'm going to take Jetta every time, 10 times out of 10. I'll take the one-year rental of Miles, of Miles Sanders, and I'll play the running back game. 
I can't. In the th- this is one of those answers that you can't argue. I mean, there's there's no, yeah. in my opinion, in this trade, there's no right or wrong answer. It's it's going to come down to philosophy essentially. That's why I'm kind of curious what Goni has to say because he's a my man has posters of Jed all over his room, but he's also similar to me in my philosophy of you got to go running backs. So yeah. so he's a good tiebreaker because we knew where I was going with it at the end of the day. We knew where Bags was going with it at the end of the day, but where's Gonja been going? I'm going to say one last little piece, Gon, that I'm going to shut up and let you have the floor. I think this comes down to how you value T. Higgins, right? If you think he can be a one somewhere outside of Cincy, you take the Bijan side. If you think he's a wide receiver two guy, you got to take Jetta, right? Yeah, I mean, I think this trade right here is exactly why you make this kind of trade before the draft. Before the draft, if anyone is coming for Jetta and they offer T. Higgins and a one, you probably spit in their face, right? Right? I mean, we I knew mean, what... Is that outlandish of me? The 101 and T. Higgins for, for Jetta? Which which one are you going to take, not knowing it's Bijan? Well, I guess you would know it's Bijan yeah, going that's the in. Thing. But since the draft happened, all this hype, the hype train is just continuing to just pick up steam. And now Bijan is like the number three running back in ADP. Not saying he's not deserving of it, but you do this before the draft, you're getting a haul, haul for Jetta. We've seen trades on here involving Jetta, and it was an absolute landslide overpay. Well, Bijan's landing spot was beautiful. He landed in one of the most heavy rushing offenses in the NFL. I mean, either way, you know you're getting Bijan, regardless. If you do this before the draft... Yeah. You're you're getting you're getting probably all of that and you don't even have to throw anything else. But anyways, into the decision. <clears throat> I feel like I gotta take Jetta on this. I'm I'm with Wayne. I am super hardcore. Build build your foundation with running backs and then fill it out afterwards. But give me the guy that I know is dominant and elite. He's a lock for top five wide receiver. His position every year for the next five years guaranteed, possibly a little longer. His shelf life is going to be longer. Right now, we just have speculation on Bijan. Um, he's going to get a, a workload. I, I think Bijan's going to be an easy top six or seven running back. I think that's like his floor. He has the ability to be the running back one this year if all goes well. They're going to feed him. There's not really a wrong answer here. Uh, but I, I just rather have Jetta, man. I think he's going to be great no matter what. I think Miles Sanders is going to be – it's a phenomenal throw in if that's what you guys are, are considering it. He's not really super old, doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on the tires, never had like a monster injury like an Achilles or anything. He had a career year last year with the Eagles. They finally decided to give him the ball. He had 1,200-something yards. He was great. And he's going to the Panthers where he is – it it's him and no other playmakers jonathan mingo coming in at wide receiver they're gonna give that man the ball the running game was just fine after cmc left deonta foreman was an asset last year for fantasy if you happen to scoop him up uh, I, I don't see a loss really for either side so really i'm happy uh, no matter what side you get i'd rather take the jetta for shelf life and just history what i've seen out of him uh, you're talking about shelf life and again, this is this argument is with a grain of salt because you're talking about you're winning regardless. 
Kirk Cousins is not going to be there too much longer, a year, maybe two. How yeah. do you think – do you think he's – I mean, at the end of the day, nobody's quarterback proof, but you have some players that are always going to be great regardless. It's it's going to negatively affect them. It has to. Um, do you think it's just marginal, though, to where it's not really going to matter? Bro, I don't think there's going to be a time for – until they draft Jetta's replacement, that that man is not frequently going to see 160 plus targets a season. Okay, I don't really care who's throwing it to him when he's getting a buck sixty a year. Sign that man up for top five. Here's, I, I see what I see your point, and that's why I'd rather have Chase over Jetta going forward. And we've had this debate, but I mean, I'll put you in there. I'll put you in a quarterback, bro. I know you're going to be looking for Jetta. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I, <laughs> I was going to say, would you take a Nathan Peterman 160 over a Burrow-Higgins 100? Yeah, because Jet is nasty, man. And Nathan Peterman doesn't even get to hold the clipboard anymore. I know it's not an option. It was a trick question. Yeah, and and I think they learned their lesson early on um, last year. I I don't know if you all remember week three. They used Jet as a decoy. And he he got like four points, and then the next two weeks after that he had over thirty points. Um, so I don't think they'll be making that mistake anymore because I'm pretty sure Detroit won that game, and it was a head scratcher because they were like, "Why are you not using your best player?" Um, yeah. So yeah, I th- I think we won't have any games where Jet is used as a decoy. It just it failed miserably when they tried to do it last year. So, you know, it, just to go more towards the Jetta side, I'm sticking with Bijan, um, but but I think Jetta, they're, they're actually going to rely on him and not be stupid and use him as a decoy. You said it best, man. I mean, this is one of those trades. It just If you have either of those players, you're f- fortunate. Yep. All right. That, that, that'll do it. That's it, Mad Mob. We'll see you Friday with our NFC and AFC locks, busts, and dark horses. We are out of here.